anointing, the ability of God is upon me this day to proclaim this good news. Father, we intend to proclaim it as bold and without any fear. The blessings of Almighty God, who you have made us, what you have set down to our credit, and what Jesus is doing right now for us at the right hand of the Master. Father, we thank you for what you'll do today. Now we ask you on the other end that you'll give great and mighty understanding. And not only that, that they'll understand this word and have mighty boldness to proclaim the word of Almighty God. Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Turn with me to the sixth chapter of Ephesians. Sixth chapter of the book of Ephesians. We'll start in the 18th verse. Paul writing to the church at Ephesus, a church that was saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, talked in tongues, said, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Watching there with all perseverance, supplication for all saints and for me. For you, Paul? Yeah. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. To make known this mystery of the gospel. Now let me read you a translation or two, and it'll clear up and, and, and make it plain exactly what Paul's saying. New Berkeley translation said, that I may announce fearlessly this secret, that I may do it fearlessly. Stephen said the heavenly secret. Wade said God's secret plan. Now listen to this. The Steel Bible said that you pray for me that I will never flinch, that I won't flinch, that I won't flinch, that I'm not afraid to rock the boat. That I'm not afraid to cause a revival. That I'm not afraid to cause a riot. Everywhere Paul went, he'd have a revival or a riot. I think he liked them riots the best. Amen. He preached over here at Ephesus and they gathered up 50,000 pieces of silver worth of books on curious arts, magicians and all kind of gods, Diana and all that. Gathered up and burn it. Hallelujah. Now some of them got mad and some got glad. But he said, I want you to pray for me that I won't flinch. That I won't flinch. That I'll do this thing fearlessly. 20th verse said, For which I am an ambassador in bonds, that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Amplified said, Pray that I may declare it boldly and courageously as I ought to do it. Knox said, Making known the gospel revelation. Now this mystery that Paul got was the mystery of the x-ray of the cross. What happened behind the scenes? What actually happened to Jesus Christ in the crucifixion, the death, the burial, and his mighty resurrection. That those that looked at him on the cross when he died, they didn't see this. But he got what took place behind the scene. He got what took place that was set down to your credit. He got what exactly God has made you that nobody can improve on. He got a hold of what the mystery that God had been hiding. Romans eleven twenty five. it said, For I would not have you, brethren, be ignorant of this mystery. I don't want you to be ignorant of this mystery. Well, how many of you know the whole church world is ignorant of the mystery? I dare say 5% of them even understand the mystery. See, we've taken 
And we put the Lord Jesus in a category all to himself, not knowing what the death, burial, and resurrection even meant. Praise God. Turn with me, if you will, to Romans, the 16th chapter, the last chapter. The 16th chapter. Now, he does not want us to be ignorant of this mystery. 16th chapter. Twenty-fifth verse. Now unto him that is of power to establish you. He wants you established. Anything less than this will not establish you in the gospel which was kept a mystery. Now unto him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel. Paul called this thing his gospel. Why? Because he's the one got it for you. He got something for you. Now to him that is of power to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery which was kept secret since the world began. This thing's been a secret, but now it's been made manifest. Now it's been revealed. Amplified Bible expands on that real good. I looked up the word manifest. It meant to reveal and to exhibit. But now it's been manifest. To what? To reveal and to exhibit. Not only in word, but with demonstration. See, without demonstration, the word of the living God is just words just like anybody else's Bible just like the Koran, just like the Book of Mormon, just like anything else, we've got words. But we've got something that backs this up. See, Jesus said, the whole world will hear this gospel as a witness, and then the end will come. You know, they haven't heard the gospel with witness, with blind people being healed on a regular basis. With the deaf hearing, with the cripple, lame, those that are maimed, everything else, Jesus wants these things demonstrated. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, while we're close. 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. Now we're talking about this mystery. This is what God wants you to know. God wants you to know. Second chapter, 1 Corinthians, fourth verse. Paul said, My speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. He didn't go to seminary. He did not go and learn this from Peter, Paul got this thing directly from the Lord Jesus Christ. Now the Lord appeared to him. He said, my speech now, when I come over to you, was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but demonstration of the Spirit and power. Why? That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Now he does not, he said, my gospel will produce the power of God. He said this gospel is the power of God unto salvation, unto deliverance, unto healing, unto setting mankind free. Praise be unto God. Do you know, I know churches now that uh, we call them seeker friendly, that started out teaching faith, teaching stuff. Do you know a lot of people's not going to sell out to God? Do you know even in Paul's day, they didn't like what he preached. You know, they didn't even like it when Jesus preached. Amen? We've got churches now, we call them seeker friendly. I asked a fellow the other day, I said, isn't that one of y'all's church? He said, yeah, but that's just a seeker friendly church. He didn't have to tell me what that is. I know what that is. 
They don't allow the gifts of the Spirit. They do not allow any kind of moving of the Holy Ghost. They don't have any of the power in there, <clears throat> but they help the hungry. They, feed, they do some good things. You know, I'm not down in that. But he didn't call us to have seeker-friendly or any other kind of just being a good little boy. He said, this thing's been hid, but now it's been revealed. He said, my speech and preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and power, that your faith should not stand in what you learned at seminary, learned in any Bible course, just words, but in the power of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus said before the end comes, he said the whole world is going to be hear the gospel as a witness, produce evidence. Praise be unto God. Praise God. Turn with me now to Colossians, the first chapter. Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. Hallelujah. I'll pray for folks this evening after I, after I preach this. Now, I'm telling you right now, we need to get bolder than we ever been. Amen. We need to preach this thing without flinching. Amen. We need to pro- produce this Christian that he's talking about here. Colossians 1.25 Wherefore I made a minister, Paul writes, according to the dispensation of God which is given to me for you. Now, I got something for you. I got this off of Jesus Christ, but I got it for you. Amen? Do you read that anywhere else in the Bible? I've never seen that anywhere else in the Bible. He said, I got this for you to fulfill the word of Almighty God. The word dispensation, W. Vine's Expository Dictionary of New Testament Words said this Dispensation, this word means in the Greek, the stewardship committed to Paul for the church to fulfill God's purpose and plan for his man and his family. Now this is the final plan. This is the final revelation. This is the witness Jesus talked about. This is the dispensation of the demonstration of Almighty God, that Jesus Christ did not only live in this earth, operate as a miraculous man, but that He's raised from the dead this day and that He now lives His miraculous life through you. That your faith would not stand in the wisdom of men. Oh, yes, Brother Sutherland. He's got DDT and PhD and OIC and he's got initials. Oh, he's got a sheepskin. Well, good, good. I'm glad of it. Not against education. I like it. But let me tell you something. Our faith should not stand in man's wisdom, but in the supernatural power of Almighty God, the kind of power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, from the lowest pit of hell to the highest seat in the universe. That's where your faith should be in. Praise God. Praise God. Hold your finger there just a minute and turn back a couple of pages to Ephesians, the third chapter. Ephesians 3. First verse. For this cause I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, that's us, that was us till we met Jesus. Second verse. If ye had heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to you, or given to me for you. Amen. Praise God. Amplified said, Assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was entrusted to me to dispense to you for your benefit. Now I got something for your benefit. Now I got something that's going to benefit you. Now if you learn it, it will benefit you. If you don't learn it, you ain't going to get no benefit out of this. 
All you're going to do is say, Brother Sullivan, you sure did preach good. Oh, Brother Sullivan has a lovely little message. See? And when you say that, I'm upset. I know you didn't get a hold of what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. So he's got something for our benefit. Third verse. How that by revelation, he, Jesus, made known unto me this mystery as I afore wrote. Swan said that by revelation was made known unto me the mighty mystery. The mighty mystery. One translation said this divine revelation. Another one said this direct revelation. In other words, Paul got a direct revelation from the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, what did he get? To help Paul? Now for you. To show you the purpose and the plan of Almighty God. Well, I know he wants me to live right. Well, sure. Well, he wants me to do good. Yes, he does. But he wants you to get fearless. Do you understand that? He wants you to have no fear when you proclaim the gospel. Hallelujah. You ought to get to the point where you can say, when you've seen me, you've seen the Christ. And get bold enough to do it. Hallelujah. You know what Ephesians 5.30 said? said, you're bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh. Hallelujah. You ever heard anyone stand up and say, if Jesus Christ can get you healed, you'll be healed now. Well, how come you say that? Because Jesus lives on the inside of us. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. That fourth verse. Whereby, when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Now, when you read this thing, that's why I'm major on the epistles Paul got from the Lord. Do you know the Old Testament wasn't written to you? The Gospels wasn't written to you. The epistles were written to you. So you need to find out what was written to you. Then you can understand the Gospels. Then you can understand the Old Testament. Amen? Hallelujah. Do you know we got a better covenant established on better promises than they had? We got one better. Well, we need to find out what we've got. Amen. Let me read that fourth verse again. It said, when you read this, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Carver's translation said, He authorized me to define. Define what? Define God's idea and intent in His Christ. What did Jesus go to the cross for? See, 99, two-thirds percent of the Christians believe He went to the cross to forgive your sin. See, some of you sitting here still think that. And He did. But that wasn't why Jesus Christ come. Asked Him, why did you come? I come to bring you the life and nature of Almighty God. I come where you could be so righteous, so holy, so sanctified, that I could make you that through the cross, that a holy, righteous God could come and live in you. You know, God ain't going to live in a sinner. He's not going to live in sin. Does anyone here believe that you've been washed in the precious blood of Jesus? Was it enough to make you clean? Was it enough to make you not a sinner? Most of the Christian world today think they're old sinners saved by grace. And everybody's heard that. Well, that's the biggest lie spewed out of hell. Amen. Praise God. So, read you that out of Carver again. He authorized me to define God's idea and intent in His Christ. What did He put Him on the cross for? Well, He died for me that I can go to heaven. No, thank God we got heaven made. Your name's written in the Lamb's book of life. You're a citizen of the kingdom of Almighty God. No, that's not why he come. See, we boil Christianity down to where you're going to spend eternity. Well, thank God we got that made. But what about now? This Bible was written for you down here that you not only could see things in the Word of God 
and you see your reflection of who you are and live out of the kingdom of God. Live out of what's over there in the unseen where I don't have to walk by what I see but what, what I believe. That I can live out of that kingdom. Praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Paul got why Jesus Christ came, why he had to come, why he had to die for you as a man and die for you as the Son of Man and the Son of God. He got what Jesus Christ came for, what he accomplished, who God has made us now because of the resurrection. He got all that. What you are right now. Man, this ought to make someone have a fit. They ought to be so happy. They ought to realize, bless God, whatever shape Jesus is in, that's the shape I'm in. John 1, 17 said, As he is, so are you now in this world right now. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn back over to Colossians, first chapter. Hallelujah. 25th verse again. Wherefore I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. 26th verse. Even the mystery which has been hid how long? From ages, generation. But now... Not now. It's made manifest to the saints. Well, how many saints you know knows anything about who they are? They still thinking they're some kind of old sinner. Well, I'm a forgiven sinner. Two kind of sinners, saved and lost. See, that fellow that preached that ought to have been whooped with a dead armadillo. Been dead three days on the side of the road. See, he caused more havoc and more disbelief and more uh, uh, failure in the body of Christ than anything else, thinking you ain't nothing. You know, Paul got a revelation of who you are, what you are right now, what you mean to God, what God has accomplished in you. You know, I hear preachers all the time talking about God's coming back for a glorious church, and we've got a long way to go. You ain't got no way to go. You are what God has made you. You are the glorious church. You are what God's made you. There is nothing and no one, no preacher, nothing can improve on what God has made you. You're God's best. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So he goes on to say, 27th verse, to whom God would make known. He wants to make known something to you. What? What's the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles? What? Which is Christ in you. The anointed, resurrected, glorified God. The one that sits in the highest seat in the universe. You're now in union with Him. Galatians 2.20 said, I was crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Now it's not I, but it's Christ living in me. Hallelujah. The steel Bible said, I consider myself as having died and now enjoying a second existence, which is simply Jesus using my body. Well, how come I don't see the... See, you got to get your head renewed. You got to start thinking like God. You know, if you don't think you're good as another man, you'll never think you're good as Almighty God. Are you listening to me? You got to get your thinking like God wants. Well, you know, I was raised over here and I was that. Now, I don't care nothing about that. God killed that old man, buried him. You are a brand new creation made in the very image of Almighty God. Hallelujah. You're as much a son of God as the Lord Jesus Christ is. Hallelujah. You know, John 1, 12 said, As many as received him gave he power to become the sons of God. I looked that word son up, same word used of Jesus Christ. You're a son. Now Jesus is your big brother. Now Jesus not only is your master, but he's your brother. You're in the same family as Almighty God. 
God has got him a family, praise God. In Galatians 3.27 said, If you've been baptized into Christ, you know what you put on? Christ. If you've been baptized into Christ, see, why is this so important? Because the body of Christ needs to see what God has past tense made them. Hallelujah. If you've been baptized in Christ, you put, put on Christ. Galatians 3.29 said, Now, if you be Christ, do you know you're anointed ones? Do you know you're anointed? 2 Corinthians 1.21 said, He that established you and anointed you is God. You're anointed ones. Not only are you anointed, but the anointed resurrected, glorified Christ, the one that sets the highest seat in the universe, now you're in union with him. No longer I, but Christ lives in me. Well, don't I have an old spirit? No, God annihilated that. You are a brand new creation and so holy that a holy God's in union with you. He's the vine and you are the branch. Amen. Praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. You know, religion always will rob you. Turn with me, if you will, to uh, Big John. Big John, the fifth chapter. Let me show you something. Big John 5, 16. Religion always will put you in bondage. Religion will always rob you of your freedom. Religion will always try to keep you under their thumb and put you into their mold where you'll be religious like them and they can prove that they're right and everybody else is wrong. That's why we've got 1,400 brands of Christianity. This fellow thought he was right, he walled it off, said, I got all the truth. This fellow thought he's right, and he walled it off. Let's don't ever wall nothing off. If you don't plan on knowing more tomorrow and you know right now, then you ain't hooked up to the right God. Hallelujah. John 5, starting the 16th verse. Now Jesus had just healed a crippled man. You know what religion did? They got mad. They trying to find an excuse where they can have a reason to be mad. So in the 16th verse, he says, Therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus, Sought to kill him. Sought to slay him. You know religion will always want to kill you. You know when they're fighting against all these abortions and abortion clinic, you know what they do? They blow the doctor up. Blow the clinic up in the name of the Lord. I never seen one of them say, little honey, I'm sorry you made a mistake. I hate that. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. You made a mistake. And it's a bad one. But I don't, I, I, I want to help you. You heard any of them doing that? Now we ship them off to a home somewhere on the backside of Little Rabbit, Australia, where can't no one find them. And therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus, for they sought to slay him. I'm going to kill him. How come? See, religion won't kill you. you get... Paul, that's why you think he said, pray for me that I, I, won't, I won't flinch. Pray for me, bless God, I'm willing to die for what I believe. Hallelujah. Praise God. Said they want to slay him because he done it on the Sabbath. 17th verse. But Jesus answered them, said, My father worketh, hitherto I work. Therefore the Jews, the more. They was wanting to kill him, but they wanted to kill him twice as much now. I mean, they wanted to get him. Listen to him. They thought the more to kill him. Well, you did break the law. On the Sabbath. Oh my God. But now you done said G -G God was your father. Because he not only had broke the Sabbath, but he said that God was his father doing what? Making himself equal with God. You know what Philippians 2, 5, and 6 says? Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who thought it not robbery to be equal with Almighty God. Do you know God wants you to know you're equal with Him? He raised you up on a horizontal basis with Him. 
It ain't God and Jesus and angel and you down there somewhere. Jesus raised you up to set you together in Christ Jesus, not with him, in him. He's the vine and you are the branch. That's what Paul said. Give me the guts to preach it. Give me the nerve to preach it. That I'll preach it and I won't flinch. Huh? Nineteenth verse. Then Jesus, then as Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son of God, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. Twentieth verse. For the Father loved the Son, and showeth him all things that himself doeth, and he'll show him greater works than these, that you might marvel or might astonish you. Do you know Christianity's lost its shocking power? Ain't no shocking power to cry. Well, you know, you read an obituary. It said, and he loved to fish and hunt, and he was also a something of the church. Just ties it in with something else. Ain't no different than that and something else. They could have said, and he's a member of the Civitan Club. Been the same thing. Oh, he was a great worker. You know, he helped them out at the Salvation Army feed soup. Paul said, Paul said, man, y'all pray for me that I'll have boldness and courage to preach this as I ought to preach where I won't flinch, where I won't draw back, where I won't short circuit because of someone sitting right there of high moral character, high intent in the church, someone that's a big name preacher. Blessed be God, blessed be God. I preached in front of some big name preachers. One of them I made fun of. And he just slapped his leg and laughed. Hallelujah. 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 You know, people are always putting someone on a pedestal. It ain't but one master. Amen. Hallelujah. I was preaching one time uh, for Dr. Summerall. And he is in a playful mood. And every time I'd come by there, I was preaching. And he'd grab me by the coat. And he'd pull me by the coat. And he'd do that. In a minute, I turned and I said, Old man, don't put your hand on me no more. And preachers fell out of their chairs. It scared them so bad. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Ain't nobody hiring you. If you hire as Jesus, if Jesus lives and you ain't no man, no woman, Nothing, no angel, nothing ain't in your class. I mean, God thanks you the stuff, folks. He thanks you the best. Amen? Praise God, praise God. In Romans 8, 29, said you were predestined to be conformed to the exact image of the Lord Jesus, that he'd be the firstborn among many, many, many brothers. Many brothers. A whole family of brothers. What are they like? Just like him. God's intent has never changed. Say, well, why don't we see the miraculous like we, we got roadblocks. We've got wrong teaching. And I'm telling you, you ain't going further than any stinking thinking. You got to get this thing. Re- I'm telling you, throw up a roadblock. You go to believe God for your healing. And you think, well, never know what God will do. His mysteries to perform. Every kind of religious junk in the world will come up, see? That's why you get your mind renewed and pray, Lord, hallelujah, anoint me that I will preach this gospel without any flinching, no fearlessness, with boldness. Praise God. You know, God's original plan said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness, or let's make him like us. Let's make him like us. One translation says, let's make man. Let's make man. Let's reproduce ourselves. Let's reproduce ourselves. You know, God's done made you so holy and sanctified that blessed be God right now, a holy God can live in you. He don't live in you until you do something wrong. If you do something wrong, there's the blood speaking better things than justice. You got 1 John 1, 9. You got the thing that'll keep your conscience clear. If I do something wrong, I confess and head on. Paul said, I don't, I don't look back at none of these. I'm pressing on towards the mark for the high calling of God. 
I ain't looking around at nothing else. Praise God. Hallelujah. Turn with me, if you will, to 2 Corinthians, the 6th chapter. 2 Corinthians, the 6th chapter. Start in the 14th verse. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? He calls you righteousness. And what communion has light with darkness? You're light. And what concord has Christ with Balaam? He called you Christ. You are now the physical body of Christ. What part has a believer with the infidel? Called you a believer. 16th verse. And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? He called you the temple of God. He said, for ye are the temple of the living God. You're the temple of the living God. Amen. Well, where does God live? In you. He said, as God has said, I'll dwell with them and walk in them. I'll be their God and they be my people. Praise God, praise God. 1 Corinthians 6, 17 said, He that's joined the Lord is one spirit. You're one with Almighty God. This is what Paul wanted you to know. This is what Jesus Christ told Paul. Give this to my people. Tell them what I have done, what I've accomplished. Well, I'm trying to do better. Well, I'm trying to do good. Oh, you need to go run hide somewhere and play mommy peg. Amen. You don't need to come church him because we ain't seeking friendly. We're trying to preach as bold as we can. We're after one thing, seeing Jesus Christ, the resurrected, glorified God, demonstrate himself in our midst only. Hallelujah. 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 Paul got a revelation for us. What? The finished work of Christ. The finished work. Ain't nobody can help. Well, I got a long ways to go. No, you don't. You got one way to go. Get your thinking like what God said about you. Only. Ephesians 2.10 said you were created in Christ. One translation said you're God's product. You know, the ignorantest man in the world thinks he's going to improve on what God has already produced. That's ignorance gone to seed. Well, uh, Brother Sullen, I'm trying to, you know, get my folks to take a step up higher. How many of you ever heard that? Well, that's the ignorance thing in the world. You can't get no higher in God. You can't get higher in God. They tried that and he got kicked out. See, that won't work. Amen. Amen? Yeah, but you know, I've got to have a breakthrough. Let me tell you something. God's done broke you through. You're through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I know whole ministries built on that. Trying to tell folks, always promise them. Well, God's going to break you. you almost about to get it. You send this money in to me, it'll be multiplied a bunch of ways. I'm good ground. All this kind of stuff. Trying to gather up something. No, you are what God made you and ain't nobody can improve on it, including God himself. He didn't make you a little bit of this and a little bit of that. See, heard a preacher one, uh, 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 I was at a preacher's conference and he preached himself in a corner. He preached himself in a corner and said, well, you know, when you get saved, you're in union with the baby Jesus. No, you ain't. You in union with the glorified, resurrected Christ. Jesus ain't in no manger no more. He ain't over there at Bethlehem. Amen. Hallelujah. Christmas, we get a little picture of a baby and all that. No, he ain't there. We ought to get a picture. You don't celebrate his birthday, celebrate him on the throne. Celebrate him in your heart. Celebrate what he's made you. Celebrate what God has already produced. Praise God. Hallelujah. The finished work of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Turn with me back over to Ephesians, the third chapter. Praise God.
a God product created in Christ. Hallelujah. Well, you know, I've got a long way to go. Where are you trying to go? Where are you trying to go? What are you trying to do? You're trying to improve on what God's done? See, that fellow's dumb. That fellow's ignoramus. Amen? Well, you know, you know what I mean. No, I do not know what you mean. And I am not going to learn what you mean. I know one thing. I know what God says. And when you pray for me, pray. Father, give Buzzy the boldness. Bless God that he won't flinch. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Ephesians, the third chapter. Look on down a little bit. Eighth verse. He said, Unto me who am least, less than the least of the saints, is this grace given? You know, religion said, Well, grace is God's unmerited favor. They got them a little saying. You know what grace is? God's unconditional love with no strings attached. Ain't nothing to separate you from the love of God. Yeah, but if you don't live right, God can't bless you. That's a lie. He blessed the world and they ain't living right. Don't give me that. Yeah, but if I... He, yeah, He don't want me... No, He don't want you sinning. He don't want you failing. Yeah, but I feel so bad. Well, confess it and head on. Shut up. You ain't got to get up and give testimony how I took a devil's snuff the other day. Uh, cigarette smells so good, I've got me a pale mail. That's ignorant. Confess it and head on. Well, I've done something wrong. Well, confess it and head on and shut up. Confess what God has made you. Well, I hadn't done right. Well, you, it ain't nothing you can do to help you. you just going to have to tell what you done done wrong. Amen. You know what you're doing when you tell about wrong? You're glorifying the devil. Glorifying failure. Well, I feel so bad. Well, don't feel bad. Change your feelings. Amen. I feel good. I feel fine. Now, body, you get in line. I feel good, good, good. James Brown got better sense than most Christians. Do you know that? Amen. Hallelujah. At eighth verse, unto me and least of all saints is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles. What are you preaching? The unsearchable riches of Christ. Unsearchable. Amplified Bible said, the incalculable. You can't add it up. You can't add it up. Said the incalculable and inexhaustless, the exhaustless riches of Christ. Exhaustless. It's like throwing you a bucket. Here's a five-gallon bucket. Said go empty, go empty the Gulf of Mexico. Well, everybody'd laugh. Well, you can't exhaust the love of Almighty God. You can't exhaust what God's made you. You can't do it. He's got it all available to you. Everything he's got. He said, it's my good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Uh, Wade said, unfathomable. I mean, I don't care how deep you can go. You can't. Immeasurable. Incalculable. Exhaustless. What? Riches of Christ. Riches of the anointing. You know what you are? You are unlimited in God. You know the only thing that you are limited by is your stinking thinking and not knowing you're in union with God. If God can do it, you can do it. Why, well, he thinks he can do what God... He said, I can do all things through Christ. He said, I can do everything. I'm unlimited. Body of Christ been running around here half limited, half worried about everything. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Christ in you. You in Christ. Colossians 3, 3 said, I have died and my new life is hid with Christ in God. I'm in God. Hallelujah. You're just as unlimited as God is.
If God can do it, you can do it. Philippians 4.13 said, I can do all things through Christ. Jerusalem Bible, listen to this. said, I can master anything and everything through the master who lives in me. I can master anything. Do you know you can master cancer? You can master heart trouble? You know what Psalms 57, 7 said? My heart is fixed, O Lord, my heart is fixed. Well, if my heart's fixed, so is my kidneys fixed. So is my lungs. So is arthritis. So is any kind, anything that can come against me. God's done fixed it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, how am I going to get it? Trust Him. Instead of listening to a bunch of religious junk, just reach out there and get what's yours. Very, 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 very simple. Praise God. Ephesians 3, 9. And to make all men, see, what's your assignment, Paul? Make all men see what is the fellowship of this mystery, which, which from the beginning of the world has been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. How many of you know you're in union with the Creator? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. All things were made by Him, and was not anything made that was not made by Him. You're in union with the Creator, folks. I mean, you ain't, you ain't limited by nothing. Paul said, pray for me that I won't flinch. Pray for me that I'll have boldness on my job, in my school, and in front of my boss, in front of my family. Amen? My family won't even come around me. They won't even come around me. Only time they call, you know when? When they're in trouble. That's the only time you see them. When they want something or when they're in trouble. When they get sick, something like that, they'll call them. Oh, oh. Get some kind of old religious tone in the voice. Most of the time I say, shut up and just tell me what you want. Come mealy-mouthing around with me. Amen? That gets on my nervous system. I ain't fixed to flinch. I'm planning on be bolder tomorrow than I am today. Amen? I don't care if it hair lips everybody I run into. I don't, I don't hair lip the devil, so I, you know, I ain't rest, interested in the rest of them. Amen. Amen. Now, Brother Sullivan, you know you have to be nice. I'm nice as I can be, but I want boldness. Amen. I want courage to proclaim this gospel. Praise God. You are in union with the resurrected, glorified Christ. God's love is now in you. You know what love will do? It'll tell folks the truth. Do you know that? It'll tell them the truth. Man, I don't want to hurt their feelings. No, you scared you're going to get your feelings hurt. Well, I don't want to say that. They don't believe like that. I don't care whether they believe like that. I break the Bible open and show them what the Word of God says. Amen? I've had folks tell me, said, well, you know, that's just the way you believe it. It is. I didn't even say I believe nothing. I just read the Bible. Yeah, but that's the way you believe it. You know, folk like that, you can't help them. You know what to do? Close your Bible and go on down the road. Amen. Holler next. Amen. Amen. Hug the neck. And keep going. Amen. Amen. Praise God. 1 Corinthians 6, 17 said, He's joined the Lord's one spirit. One translation said, He that's joined the Lord is a single spirit now, not in the sweet by and by. One of these days in the sweet no, in the mean now and now, right now. You're in union with Almighty God. Hallelujah. We know what 1 Corinthians 3.16 says, you're the temple of God. Now listen to Amplified Bible. What does it say? It said, you're the temple of God collectively as a church and also individually. If you're the only one that walks up, God walks up. When God walks, you walk. Do you know God wants to demonstrate Jesus is alive through you? Amen. Praise God. So God had a plan, a mystery. He gave it to Paul. The mystery's been revealed. He wants to ex you to experience the mystery, but He also wants you to express this mystery. God's plan has been accomplished. God has what he wants. You're it. You're it. You know, I heard 
someone say, oh, wasn't that a beautiful woman? She walked in the room, said, she's got it. Well, whatever it is, you got it. You got to it. You got to it, folks. Pray every day. Father, don't let me flinch. Let me tell them the truth. Let me show them that Jesus is alive. I'll lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. I'll lay hands on the blind and they shall receive their sight. Hallelujah. Don't back up from what God's made you. What if Jesus backed up? He could have. He said, let this cup pass from me. He said, not my will, but thine be done. That's what we ought to pray. Dear Lord, not my will, but thine be done in me. Praise God. Say this out loud. God has a finished product. God has a finished product. He has accomplished what he wanted. He has accomplished what he wanted. In me. God has what He wants. Now lift your hands and shout about it. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I ain't going to lay hands on anybody, but every head bowed and every eye closed. If you're here this morning, and you want to be this fearless soldier of God, that won't flinch, lift your hands. I'm going to pray for you. Hallelujah. 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 Put your hand down. No one looking around, but expect the power of God to anoint you this day. There's coming a holy anointing, a boldness on you this day. Praise God. Father, I thank you this day for a holy boldness. From this day forward, we thank you for boldness, courage, and a product that will not flinch this day. Thank you for the boldness of Almighty God. Now lift your hands and thank Him for it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you. Now, Lord, send people by our path that need Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise